Welcome to Empower to Grow, the podcast. I am your host, Hanan Elbasha, the business doctor. Following our conversations with empowered women who woke up one day and consciously claimed, I am more than enough, I am worthy, I am empowered to grow. And along their empowering journey towards realizing their own potential and their quest for growth, they became a beacon of hope and guidance for others. May you also find your inner power to grow. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Empower to Grow podcast. This is your host, Hanan Elbash. Today, I am yet again very honored to have a dear friend of mine who we possibly haven't seen each other in about 20 years. We're graduates of the same university again, so another AUC alumni over here. And we work in the caravan, which is our student newspaper together. So that was another yeah. added. And lately, we also... Um, I think turning 40 was a major role in our lives where we started realizing there's more to life and there's more to us than that. She is a professional marketeer and yet she is a junkie on self-empowerment and she found her mission to go out and empower people with knowledge about um, self-development, about the field of finding yourself and about finding your purpose. And uh, I love the fact that uh, she led the way in doing this in Arabic, which has given me the incentive as well and then the aspiration to be able to do that in the same way. She uh, loves to talk about a lot of topics. She loves to talk about the hardships. She loves to talk about her own personal struggles and what and how she's learned from that, talking to experts about it and also benefiting from everything she's reading and she's learning. Today, Marianne Bahadir, thank you so much for being here. <laughs> Hanan, for taking the time and for thinking of including me. Uh, I want to add to your introduction. I'm not a life coach, yeah? <laughs> yes, <laughs> and that also. She's always has it, and I'm not a life coach at the end. Yeah, and people come up to her always and keep saying, but could you coach us? So yeah. <laughs> maybe, maybe this talk will get her certified <laughs> to do that. <laughs> No, I absolutely admire this field, but I know my, my capacity and what I can or cannot do. And I, I have a lot of other passions. So I just always like to clarify this. Like you said, rightly put, I'm just a junkie on self-development. And like you rightly put, turning 40 was the time where I felt I, as a person, have a lot to work on. And yes. uh, I was always in denial. I thought I'm the happiest person, the most successful, a uh, great mom, a great career, great this and that. And then I realized that uh, under all of this, there's really lots of issues that I need to work on. And uh, it happened coincidentally. But since then, I became obsessed by this, like learning more about myself, understanding me at a deeper level and learning how I can be better because only then I can be a better contributor to family, society, you name it. So um, that's what got me in that space. <laughs> that's why I said we haven't seen each other in 20 years, but our spirits are aligned on so many levels. So <laughs> um, Marianne, when I sent you and said, okay, I want to interview you on my podcast, Empower to Grow. What, what did that title mean for you? What does this phrase mean to you? Um, it's a nice phrase for sure. Empowered <laughs> to grow. Uh, I have a bit of mixed feelings about the word empowerment, mm -hmm. empowerment because it became a lot more used and abused kind of thing. Yes. And uh, now everyone is talking about empowering, empowering. And to me, it's a little bit abstract. Uh, but I like how you've taken it uh, a step further with this to grow. So you're quite focused in all that you do in terms of, I think, from observing you is that you're really keen that people do see this growth Yes. Uh, mindset and like uh, uh, grow in an area or the other. Yes. Uh, so that's what it means to me, basically getting to know the tools and getting to know, 
to be inspired to actually be unstuck, like move a bit further. That's or grow great. That's, and, and that is in essence why I wanted to have this podcast. It was about these conversations are, uh, we were talking before the show and you're like, I want to add value. I'm like, these are the conversations that add value because by people mirroring what's happening in their life with, with us, with, with women talking about, you know, everything they're going through, they get the tools, they get the inspiration to empower themselves to grow which in essence is what I want everyone, every, especially women. I know men, we're there too. We love you. But for us women, I, I'm all about women. And I advocate for that is when we are empowered to grow, then we empower everyone else around us to grow. It's a ripple effect in that sense. So talking of empowerment to grow, you've had your own journey of yeah. empowerment and growth <laughs> on so many levels. Would you yeah. tell us a bit more about you, please, and your journey? Yeah, I mean, like you said, I started when I was 40. I had just uh, embraced on uh, this uh, food uh, addiction program. I realized that I'm a hardcore food addict, which I didn't mm -hmm. know existed, something called food addiction. Yeah. Uh, but I realized that I am completely addicted. I have been burying all my issues into food without realizing it because I do think I'm a happy person. I'm more happier than the average person. Yes. I didn't realize that what got me to be in this state is that I was numbing my feelings with food. Yes. So every time anything upsets me, I just eat. Yeah. And this program was very nice because it really opened my eyes to my pattern, what makes me go to food and so on. I cannot say that I'm recovered or that I'm not struggling because I'm trying to go back on that program. And every week I, you know, I, I don't follow through and it's very hard for me to maintain it for life. But mm -hmm. some people are able to maintain it for over 20 or 30 years or for a lifetime for all it matters. But it's a journey of understanding a lot about yourself, about your upbringing, about your emotional drives, about what gets people to eat and about what triggers you from a physical point of view as well, not just the emotional aspect, but some food is bad for some people full stop, like it gets them to overeat and gets their cravings to light up and fire and so on. Potatoes so for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll eat them in any form. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And I won't so stop eating until it's done. <laughs> <laughs> so some food is healthy by nature, but it just takes us into a very dark hole of endless eating. Yes. So, uh, so I think getting to understand all of these things has been a very eye-opening, obviously, experience. In parallel, obviously, I also started thinking, okay, what do I want to do career-wise? I decided that if nine to five is not allowing me to focus on myself at all, because at a point you reach a very senior level and it doesn't become yes. nine to five, it becomes nine to nine. If not more, it becomes weekend. And then yes. if I'm already at that level, like, is this how I want to continue the rest? Or is there a model that I can sort of explore? And I decided I want to really give consultancy a time. I want to work in the startup space and I want to be able to contribute to small businesses as well as big businesses uh, when it comes to strategy. And I want to be in that strategy place and not just day to day executing and a yes. lot of operational pressure and so on. So it was nice for me that as well, I was able to pave the way to do that. And I started working in this and it's been quite a nice journey because I thought, how am I going to get there? Starting very old, I'm one person team and so on. But somehow I think when you set the intention and just That's true. take baby steps, somehow a year or two down the line now, everything is in place and it's exactly the vision that I sort of aspire to achieve. Obviously I can do more of everything, but I'm very proud that I was able to try everything that I set my mind to try. And some stuff I try and it was, it's exactly how I envisioned. Others, once you're doing it, you're yeah. like, it looks so fancy on the yeah, outside. I know. <laughs> like, no, that's not no. what I want. 
Yeah, <laughs> taking me back to 20. Exactly. <laughs> so it looks really nice, but in reality, it's like, okay, you know, obviously when you're also a single person, you're like your own IT or your own HR, or your own, I don't yes. know what, finance and so on. So you're like, okay, yani it's not all rosy, but I still enjoyed it and enjoying it every day. So I haven't really no complaints um, on that front. And uh, the third thing that I decided to do was that, okay, I am um, big on vision boards and like drawing a vision yeah. board. Like, not from an abracadabra point of view, but it's <laughs> this one year I tried a vision board, everything on the board happened. So I was like, why am I not doing this? Exactly. No, they're amazing. <laughs> I have mine there. I just, I look at it every day, a few times a day. I just stand in front of it and I just put it all in. I'm like, this is programming for my subconscious. I'm going to get it. <laughs> yeah. So the one year I do, did it and it worked, I was like thinking, okay, I've always mentally did, did them. I want to do this, this. But the minute I put them on a board for some reason, it did happen. So then I started sort of drawing this vision board. And at the core of vision board was this like impact. And I don't, it doesn't have to be massive impact. I said, mm -hmm. if I can help one person every day, if yes. I can do one act of kindness a day, then it's a life worth living. And this became really top of mind and that drove me eventually to do an Arabic uh, blog because I thought poor Arabic audience they don't have any access back then there was really very little yes. videos that talk uh, to an Arabic audience about life-changing notions in a True. simple way and that's exactly what I I felt me as a person have undergone so there was few books that changed my life through uh, workshops that have helped me significantly and so many things that just don't exist in Arabic. True. And I thought, um, you know, this, there's a lot of gap in that space. And I really wanted to do that because they helped me so much. I know if I help one person by a video, then I'm happy to invest and do the videos and so on, because this is in line with my purpose. And then the other thing to take things step further is that I partnered with a group of amazing ladies and we decided to start a charity to help really poor women of Egypt. I know there's lots of women initiatives and so on, but there's the masses are the ones in the scum areas of Egypt where just being a woman is a taboo and a disaster. That's true. And they are undergoing like really a tough life. And we wanted to help them beyond vocation. And we wanted just to clarify these notions that being a woman is a good thing. There's no shame and guilt in your gender kind of thing. You, you can love yourself with all, even your, if your lifestyle is a miserable one. And we've designed this curriculum. We're working on it now with an expert. We're putting it together. We started already the sessions, but now we got a great expert on board. Uh, I got to know her through one of the Facebook groups, actually, and she's been the best thing that happened to this um, to this program. And she's helping us really put everything in place so that eventually we have a very professional sort of program designed for these people and really uh, making an impact. That's so amazing. That's I have to talk to you more about that one for sure. Yeah, so and I, I think that they are a lot and I'm a bit torn uh, between them because they're almost three parallel lives with very little overlap and I'm yeah. not willing to, uh, to let go of other. And that's when I make peace with the thought of being maybe I'm a multi-potentialite or maybe I am meant to do more than one thing and that's fine for me. But but you say they're parallel, but in essence, they're they might be parallel in execution, but they're they're they they all of them bring together coherence, and they all represent you. Yeah. So in essence, they're all you. It's just that yeah. professionally, if someone looks on the outside, these these don't connect, but you're connecting them. Yeah. So and I love yeah, your right. blog. I love the name of your blog, which is Mahadish Ali. No one told me so, and I love the fact that yeah. you, from your perspective, you thought that this is, as you said, adding value to um, a notion that could empower people in their own lives to to take the next level, to take it to what's next. Mm -hmm. 
So very true. From where you stand now, if you were to go back and advise, impart advice on your 19-year-old self, what would you tell her? Oh, I would tell her, uh, I need to think of this, actually. I uh, <laughs> Take I your time. <laughs> I think I had to, like, I do believe that there's a perfect time for everything. So to be very honest, I don't have regrets. Like, you know, if there's not a job where I felt even the most demanding or least enjoyable job, I enjoyed all my jobs to start with. There's, there That's was good. only one that wasn't as high as the other. So it's not like I left corporate because it sucked the life of me. None of that. I was quite happy always. I was always had great friends. Uh, obviously, some are more than others, but um, yeah, obviously, and That's the last life. one. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but overall, it's not like I had anything against it. So I, if I were to go back, I wouldn't necessarily change things because every skill that I acquired across my journey is coming to use. Like, you know, all my marketing experience, I'm using it to consult now and I'm able to do it much more because I've seen all the size of it, being a big in a big corporation or being in an agency side or being in a small company or being a consultant. Like these are all the aspects of um, delivering. The profession, of- yes, that's true. Right. So um, I think it has all been useful. I do believe there's a perfect time and place for everything. I think I would have just liked to know that I'm a food addict <laughs> earlier on. <laughs> Enjoyed some years where I'm thin and young, you know. <laughs> <laughs> and where it's easier to kind of, oh, I'm doing a diet. I lost five kilos this week. I used to do that all the time. And then suddenly, like, oh, I gained 20. Interesting. <laughs> very, true. very true. So where, like now when I get very thin, I look, 10 years older so it's like it would have been nice to have been doing this I think this is one thing for sure I would have liked to know earlier mm-hmm. um, but I, I don't know I do believe there's a perfect time I do believe I am exactly where I'm meant to be now exactly. I don't beat myself if I fall behind targets or, or, or anything on my vision board falls apart I just believe that it's not meant to be now so it's I have this really inner peace with the that's great with life overall yeah that's so. great so if we go to with a time capsule and go the other on the other end of the spectrum what would you mm-hmm. like your 90 year old self to thank you for no my 90 year old self will definitely thank you thank me for living a very rich life i think that's it great probably <laughs> It'll probably kill me or like want to kill me. Oh, I think I think actually the essence of a rich life is to elongate your healthy life in a way that enriches other people's lives as well. Yeah, no, I think it will thank me for like I don't have a regret. There's not one thing that I wanted to do and didn't do. And this applies even to sports. Like I went and pushed myself into aerial silks. And aerial silks, if I go to class, most of the people with me are either gymnasts or people who are like performers you know I am nowhere near these people but I wanted to do I want to fly like a bird because obviously when you've been well done with weight the minutes you release it you're like you know you're you're like broken free so I don't there's nothing that I want to do that I don't try in a shape or form be it a dance class that you know is is weird or be it a a sports that you know you would think 10 times before you start yeah so I think my old self will really thank me because I don't think I look back and say oh I wish I tried this honestly there's nothing so I think it will thank me on that regard, but it might be like a bit mad of me in terms of if I should have been focused on one area more than the other or or not burnt myself out too much because obviously with this compulsive nature of mine and me wanting to try everything, I think there's an element of FOMO that I, I'm working on to try and understand. You know, we all are. We all are. <laughs> Minus certificates, <laughs> apparently. <laughs> 
uh, obviously <laughs> behind you there's lots of that <laughs> that was yeah. before i'm still healing from that area as well <laughs> So that's exactly it. I actually started speaking to people if I need to heal that, if there is an underlying void that needs healing, that I'm always keen to do more and more stuff. But, to, but to, as you said, I mean, when, when you talk about trying out new things and stuff, there isn't really a formal to it because we're always exploring and finding out ourselves. Like, wouldn't I tried aerial silk, by the way, I nearly dislocated my wrist, but I still tried it. I'm like, let me see what that works. And I realized, okay, that's not for me, but I'm more of a CrossFit kickboxing kind of person. You know, I, I never thought of myself as a weightlifting kind of person. I had a blast doing that. And yeah. I think that I wouldn't say that that is associated to FOMO. FOMO is, is the being engaged and present for everyone and everything, just because for people who don't know, FOMO is fear of missing out. And it is, it is putting yourself out there. It's stretching yourself out too thin that you're compromising your own well-being and your own mental wellness along the way. That what you're going through is not FOMO. It is you're exploring your passions. And yes, some things will continue because they don't drain you and they don't suck the energy out of you. And other things you will find that they flow with you. They just align with you. And that is a beautiful thing. And with Very sports, I think we should try all sports, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But I think there are two things that you said that uh, maybe you're better at me and like you come to terms with maybe it's not meant for me. Mm -hmm. I have this uh, really childlike attitude <laughs> to life where, where it's like, you know, logic doesn't sit into the mix, you know, <laughs> it's like it's obviously not good for or not a fit for me. But no, I'm not a quitter and no, I want to do it. You know? <laughs> but I'm going to keep at it and one day it'll crack. And I do believe, and this, maybe it's part of me also. That's why I don't believe in limiting beliefs because like my natural mindset towards things is that really everything is possible. And yes. there was a point not long ago where I was like very close to taking figure skating because i'm dreaming to one day perform a figure skating dance and so on why and not know, why not exactly <laughs> but it's, it's all these things where it's like okay and you do it as a hobby but to perform yeah so i have this childlike uh, optimism that you know makes no, but, things but, but actually that's a beautiful thing marianne that's just a beautiful thing to hang on <laughs> to in this time and world in this time and era that we're in and and as you said where where we're being bogged down by the limiting beliefs and we're being told that you can't and you shouldn't and you won't having the belief in yourself that you can take it not only one step you can take it 10 steps down well that's not something you should heal from <laughs> we should be passing it on, infecting others with this, actually. Yeah, yeah thanks for that. So, uh, but, but, yeah, but also me being there for everyone, definitely I overdo it as well. Yeah. Yeah. I do compromise myself. I've learned part of my journey was learning to prioritize myself. That's true. Uh, and that only when I'm the best that I can be, then I can be better friend, better parent, better exactly. this and that. But there is still an element of me where, and I'm a bit selective, I have to say, I'm not there for everybody. But for those that I'm there for, I'm over there for. I'm like, yeah. you know, I would drop everything and just be there. And uh, so there's also part of this, uh, like, I, I like how you put it with the formal part. So I do think I have a bit of it, but uh, you're right. It, it's yeah. not all bad. And I hang, yeah, exactly. Hang on to whatever you can hang on with. <laughs> well, if we want to sum this up, you, you've, you're a speaker as well. You've stood on stages. So now you're standing on a stage and you're in front of tens of thousands of women. And the speech is about being empowered to grow. What would be that lasting statement you leave them with? 
I would want everyone to know, which I think it's it's a well-known thing, but I would still like reinforce to reinforce it. Reinforce it. <laughs> reinforce the thought that um, nothing stays forever. Like the highs will have a dip, and the lows will have a spike. So I would always like people to know that not because everything is flowing in your direction, and we all go through that. And you know, like one week I get picked up by a mental uh, uh, mental health. Uh, Uh, platform and I'm all over the news and I have no clue where did this come from and so on and I'm like I'm this high and then later I don't feel like doing anything and I'm very low but then I always remind myself that I can have a high even out of the blue or even I can work towards the high and so on yes but it's very important that when you're on the high you don't expect this to be your pattern you don't expect that some people believe that after a point they tell you no this person in Arabic or this person has made it and there's no such thing because even even the ceos of the biggest you know conglomerate even presidents eventually they step down they have very sort of low points so i would like everyone to know that in the high don't don't take it for granted and don't think oh it's here to stay and in the low don't be discouraged thinking that you know you're stuck there Yeah, exactly. So that would be the one thing. (laughs) I love that because that is true. I mean, sometimes, I mean, of course, not sometimes. I do get my lows and I do get my highs. And, you know, the high is someone sends me a personal message like, thank you so much. I needed to hear this today. And the lows is like, I call them the tumbleweed posts where just, you know, I put something out and nothing. Like, oh my God, you know, I lost it and stuff. And then I have to pick myself up again. But as you said, it's it's because when you do have the awareness, yes, you might know it, but you have to keep maintaining the awareness that you have to remind yourself, this is not here to stay and I could get out of this. And even the highs, this is not here to stay. I have to still sustain it by working hard and by, well, not necessarily working hard, working hard slash smart slash being dedicated and just uh, following your passion in that sense. And that's how you get to the next level. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a pleasure. Thank you. Thank you for being here and thank you for for being the genuine, chirpy, fun-loving, positive um, self of you. Where could our viewers find you on virtual space? In Mm. virtual space. I'll still put all the links in the the notes, but I'd like you to talk about it too. Okay, so if you're an Arabic... uh, Actually, I do have a lot of English followers who follow my subtitles and it's amazing when I stop doing videos, they're the ones asking me, we miss your videos. And I'm That's like, great. I can't imagine following a video in a foreign <laughs> language like these guys. But anyways, uh, they but are that's an indication that you have a lot of value to add. Uh, so yes, it's amazing. Very proud. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I am proud. So uh, it's called Mahadish Ali. It's M-A-7-A-D-E-H. You'll put the link anyways. Yes. But uh, with an Arabic uh, Facebook and an Instagram account, this is for... Mm-hmm my self-help stuff for my marketing stuff there's obviously my linkedin and i also have an instagram account called purpose at play and personally i'm mariam the header and uh, yeah i'm easy to find <laughs> i think there's not a lot of people called mariam the header so. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much thank you uh for i don't know for for giving people hope that they they can do this too interesting that you use this line because my life purpose after I did a purpose workshop yeah. was like I'm the vibrant energy that sparks hope 
And I've only written this on my WhatsApp message, and you're not on my WhatsApp. And I no, I'm not. So see, I, I, I told you we're in alignment. <laughs> this is a little bit. You're too insightful, Yanni. So I'm happy that you see my purpose because I always question it, and and that's I what I do for a living now. Yeah. Very very clever. And thank you for all you do as well. It's uh, quite nice to prove yourself to like help the people the way you do. So um, thank a you. Lot. I'm, I'm humbled Same. and flattered, my friend. <laughs> Thank you, everyone. As always, I'll always reinforce this message too. Empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all. Thank you for listening to the Empowered to Grow podcast. For further engagement with a tribe of empowered women, join my Facebook group, Empowered to Grow, or visit my website, www.hananelbasha.com. I'll catch you on the next episode. And until then, know that empowered you empowers others. Love, abundance, and prosperity to you all.